Oh, I thought it was Fantastic Beasts. Never mind. <laughs> Cinema Seven. Saudi Harrelson. <laughs> what? That's what you put in the and group Dinkage. text this morning. Oh, did I? Yeah. Was it Dinklage and uh, oh, well. Avaware? He was like yeah. Dinklage. The way he spelled Dinklage. it. Dinklage. Dinklage. Your phone doesn't like you at all, Morel. No. Hey, welcome to Cinema 7. Today we're doing our top 10 lists, finally. Our top 10. We're going to do... What are we going to go over, John? Uh, we're going to touch some news, we're going to do uh, some honorable mentions for your top ten list, some letdowns, and then the actual top ten. Yep. Not in that order, but that's what we're doing. It's a yeah. big episode, guys. 2016. Did, did you uh, keep that intro in? Or did you get rid yeah, of it? Yeah, I kept it. Alright, just making sure. Did you, Chris Hawk, did you think 2016 was a good year for movies? I did, and I, there's a lot of movies I didn't get a chance to see yet that I'm pretty mad about. I'm kind of leaning over in Josh's face because we're sharing a mic. Sharing a mic. That's all cool, man. <laughs> you might have to get a little closer when you talk. Like this close, I'm like this close right here. You guys should talk into it at the same time. Are we time. catching snowflakes? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we got some news. News. All right, what do you want to talk about first? You want to talk about uh, the the big Mario, the one he cares about, Woody Harrelson, <laughs> Rogue One, or not Rogue One, uh, Han Solo movie. Rogue Two. Rogue Two. Han Solo movie, Woody Harrelson, Mario, go. He's going to play. Thoughts. This movie should not exist. Well, that's not. It exists. We're talking about Woody Harrelson now. Woody Harrelson has been in so many things since Zombieland. I don't think he should be in anything. What do you think he's going to do? What's wrong with Woody Harrelson, Mario? Woody Harrelson is... Let's not insult the man as a person. Who do you think he's going to play? If they're going to put pot in the Star Wars, sure. But... (laughs) Or Twinkies. Or... That's the one thing I keep well, what's seeing. What's the most illegal drug in Star Wars? Maybe he's he's death sticks. Death sticks. Yeah, maybe he's selling those. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, it's rumored that he plays Han Solo's uh, mentor. This, what what did I say to you, Josh, the other day at work about it? I was like, this mo- there, there's no the significant. F-words. Well, <laughs> there's no significant reason for this movie to exist. I mean, I had an argument online a couple. Yeah, there is. What? Why? It's called money. That's Besides a significant that, reason. For the company. Well, but yeah. For the universe and the character, what is this doing? Nothing. It's fleshing out the best character in Star Wars. Okay, look. Why, is okay, it, why do we have to Okay, we've seen where we've seen where Han was, right? Mm-hmm. Why do we have to see his beginning just to see where he's going to end up? We already seen that. Because everyone wants to see this this low life. They want to see his beginning. Yeah, but we kind of get a sense of that when he meets Leia because that's when he becomes more humanized. So what I'm saying is, we already seen where he was as a stra- as a um, smuggler, right? Mm-hmm. We've we've seen him grow, and we've seen his growth with Leia. 
and then we've seen his completion. So I don't understand why. I want to see how he gets chewy. We want to see his wacky adventures. <laughs> Can we see that? That's fine. As a, we could do that as a video game. No, 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 Ducktales, no, no, no. you know that. Ducktales, woo! But uh, yeah, so uh, that's how Mario feels about that. What about you guys? Do you guys care at all? Nope. So why don't you care, Chris Hawk? because uh, I'm gonna watch it anyway. Yeah, I think, I think Mar even Mario will see it. He will. I think even, even Mario. Will no see matter it. how adamant you are, this is a Star Wars movie. Mm, you'll You're see gonna it. see this movie. You might hate it, but you'll see. Yeah, it's like what you said. You can't talk crap about a movie till you see it. But my opinion is okay. Okay, let me go back. <laughs> okay, we have Rogue One. We went backwards for Rogue One. Episode Seven is basically a rehash of New Hope. Okay, now we're going backwards for Han Solo's backstory. We're just going backwards. We're standing still. We're not taking the universe anywhere. You know what I mean? We're not doing anything. We're not introducing new stuff. Like if they did a Knights of the Old Republic, sure, that's going backwards. But at least they're introducing um, a new part of the thing you never seen before, before, you know, the prequels. And then if we go, if we keep just going forward, I mean, it makes sense. At least do something with characters we haven't seen before, like bounty hunters or no Boba Fett. Before anybody says Boba Fett, no Boba Fett. What about Boba Fett's secret child? Did he also clone himself? Maybe. That seems like a plot they could go with. That's amazing. Yeah, I, d- I clone this guy, but don't uh, don't let him age. Yeah, yeah, he's he's actually a kid. He's a kid bounty hunter. Actually, that'd be kind of interesting. I don't think. It, well, maybe I don't know. <laughs> Josh, how do you feel about this? It's like what Chris said, like I kind of don't care I'm 50-50. I'll watch it either way. I'll review it for what it is. Am I excited for it? I just don't care. No, like, how you I can just, be. Yeah. Just there. But uh, in, in other news, since nobody cares about this except Mario, um, <laughs> we'll go to Peter Dinklage and the Avengers. Chris Hawk, this seems like something you might care about. Let's I, talk about it. It is. Uh, there's a lot of rumors on what... Um, there's a lot of rumors on what role he's going to play and I have a feeling that he's going to play the Watcher okay yeah I could see that I didn't think about that Mario suggested uh, what Modoc. I but said Modoc. a lot of people are saying Modoc. I think that would be just, really cool just hold on just think about his voice as Modoc. alright that is not something I want to listen to <laughs> what was he what was he in Destiny he was the robot he was yeah. the, the whatever you call picture him picture that he was the Navi basically yeah, yeah he's just in your ear the whole time I feel like that's what it'll be and Modoc's a pretty annoying character to begin with so I think he'd be a funny nightcrawler just saying <laughs> that'd be I just that'd be a little ridiculous <laughs> I would I would pay hard money to watch I think, that movie I think he, he might play a CGI character yeah because he already that. played Kind of himself in the X Men movie, correct? Yeah, which is kind of weird that he was a you know a character in X Men, but I mean, at the same time, who cares? Nobody, can, nobody counts. <laughs> nobody ca- nobody counts the X Men movies anymore. And no, nobody's going to count the TV show that's going to link to oh, the we'll movies. Get, we'll get into that. Oh, the Legion? Is that we talking about Legion? No, um, oh, with man. Apocalypse. Oh, yeah. Oh my goodness. But I, I, um, every day they're confirming new characters for the Avengers Infinity War movie, and it's it's going to be crazy big. But um. They say that Peter Dinklage has a big, big role, and the only big role I could see that's not a villain would be a neutral party. I really hope he's neutral because I don't want to listen to him as the villain. The Watcher doesn't talk sometimes, so that's that'd be pretty great. Oh, he'll talk. <laughs> what do you guys think about this? Uh, your your weigh-ins on Peter Dinklage, uh, Avengers. Um, 
I mean, obviously they're just going for star power, and since he's so popular for Game of Thrones, you know, I feel like they're just trying to capitalize on that. But I feel like that thing extinguished with X-Men, um, Days of Future Past, because he didn't really have a big significant role in that movie. What are you talking about? Ever, s- ever since... Ever since... Um, ever since that movie, I just feel like they've, they've been not casting him in a lot of good roles, because, I mean, what's he been in? Like, a lot of... He, he was good at Underdog. I, I, I kind of like under that was before um, Game of Thrones, but he was an elf. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's before Game of Thrones. I know, yeah. Are you sure about that? I feel like he kind of plays the same character and everything, though. Yeah. Just being honest, aside from Game of Thrones, what was it's like? A, what, it's a character set up. What know, was that way. LARPing movie we watched? He's in. Oh, oh, oh Knights of Badass. Though. Oh yeah, Knights Dude, of uh, Badass. Just... So he was the same character in that, yeah. though. And then what? And then he was the same character in um, the one with Adam Sandler, the Pixels. I did not see that. I just hope he's not the same character in Avengers: Infinity War. I, I'm. We we can hope. Just ho- hopefully he's more useful. You know what I mean? I, I don't think you need a useful character. What if he's like a civilian in the street and they throw him as a weapon? No. Like in Mortal Kombat, when you fight, you can use the background. That's that's just him. That's his one minute of fame. Press RB. They're doing cameos now, like with stars, because it's that big. Yeah. Like you yeah. just you gotta do cameos. The final oh. fights on the red carpet. It's it's Star Wars Harry Potter style. No. It's like I want a cameo in Avengers. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't I don't know. Do you care Mario at all? Did you did you answer that question? Um, it depends. I mean, not really. I don't really. I don't think anybody really yeah. cares, except the internet. As long as it's as long as it's significant to what they're trying to ultimately do. Well, you know. Let's hope so. We got uh, one more piece of news. We'll go back to Star Wars here. Uh, yes. No more CGI Carrie Fishers. Yeah. Uh, how do you guys feel about that? I'm okay with that. I saw that they were trying to get the um, her daughter and her brother. Yeah, they were trying the to. State. They were trying to get the rights to it, and that didn't. They just that did not happen. I did guess they say no. I guess I think what happened was they wanted more than they were willing to give. Really? So they didn't think it was worth it. But I don't. I don't know that for sure. I mean, come. I, so I, what's at some point, you got to respect um, those who've passed. So to sit there and try to get the rights to someone's face, I mean, I understand, yes, you, you want to help complete the movie because probably the character um, wasn't supposed to... Because they, they said that she was supposed to be in Episode Nine. Yeah. Uh, some of the rumors, um, that her character is not really... To the ultimate plot of what they're going for, I don't think the character was supposed to ultimately die. Um but you got to respect those who've passed on. So if they were willing to give somewhat, I, I feel like why would you push for more and then be like, ah, nah. You know what I mean? There's talk that uh, they might have to recast her if they want to use her. I don't think that makes sense. I think I should do a, uh, a Fast and Furious style. Just kill her off, you know, just reshoot a scene for it and make it a send off. So do the end. Fast and Furious Seven. Well, I mean, I guess away. you could do that, and she like flies away in a spaceship, and never comes back. But it's gonna be very. Uh... <laughs> What's so funny? I think I think because it was so like not well received. Yeah, that's why they didn't care. Okay, I don't think it was that important to them because people weren't on board with it. Yeah, I th- I think it makes a lot more sense for them to just reshoot a scene. You know, that, yeah. I, that'd be easier. 
We'll and, I, and I think the family would be willing to allow that to happen, just you know, to send the character off instead of like we're gonna reuse you for the next two movies. You yeah. Know? But I don't know. How do you guys feel about this, Chris Hawk? I'm glad they didn't go the CGI route. Did you, that's that's did gonna you, be one expensive movie. Did you enjoy uh, CGI? Okay, Fisher Fisher Fisher? Rogue One. Yeah. Did you yeah, enjoy I enjoyed that? it. I, f- I felt she was like I felt she was too flawless, but I liked it. Well, um. When I when I first saw the movie, I thought it kind of looked like face swap, but when I saw it again a second time, it looked it looked better to me. I guess if that makes sense. Like they used Snapchat to like uh yeah when I picture. yeah Carrie Fisher filter <laughs> yeah when I first saw it, that's what it kind of looked like. But when I saw it the second time, it, it looked better, and Tarkin looked better too the second time. I guess because I was expecting it. I didn't think Tarkin looked that bad personally. Tarkin looked really good the second time around. Like I was just like, wow. It's the eyes, man. It's yeah. the eyes. It's the eyes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Josh, you have any any thoughts and weigh-ins? The CGI in Rogue One when I first saw it uh, with Carrie Fisher, uh, I thought it was great. Second time I saw it, thought it was great. Third time I saw it, thought it was great. So, <laughs> granted, I don't care to see more of it because it's like you said, it's like you can't really get the rights to someone's like technically it's their body feature. Plus, she just passed like. I get it trying to honor her, but at the same time, like doing a CGI character of them, it's and she just passed. It's kind of like a sketchy line to cross and go with. So I mean, they, did it, they did it with Superman Returns. Did it with uh, Marlon Brando? Yeah. I, I love that movie in forever. I love that movie. Yeah, Mario loves that movie. Mario knows what I'm talking Is about. That what you're talking they use Marlon Marlon Brando's <laughs> likeness as a uh, for projection for his father. I don't think many people cared about that. What actually? I don't remember. Yeah, they used it on a. On I know. A, what I'm saying, do, were people mad about it? I'm trying to remember if they were mad about it or not. No, I think I think they thought it was cool because the way they did it is they projected it on one of the big crystals in the in the Fortress of Solitude. Mm-hmm. Oh, like in Power Rangers. Also, yeah, two pe- two pack holograms. People can't be mad about oh, that. That's true. If they do the big send off scene like you're saying, John, they could do like you know Return of the Jedi esque. You know, CGI CGI her as the space force ghost because I mean she is strong with the force. They, I mean, they technically don't even have to have her turn around. You know, you don't have to see her face if they Ooh. if they did it right. Yeah, which would you know prevent the whole hassle. But they just have to care about doing it enough, and I don't know that they will. If eight's already done, you know, they might just do it at the beginning of nine. Probably gonna. She's probably not gonna have a big part at all in nine anymore. Then I think they're gonna have to rewrite it. I think that's what they said. Hopefully it doesn't screw up their whole thing. I feel like if they were leaning on Carrie Fisher to carry the movie, then uh, something's wrong. I agree. Our biggest letdown. All right, now we get into the lists. Let's do it. We'll the list. Starting with letdowns. Starting with our five letdowns. I have three. John Canuck, you do go we, first. Do we want to explain the whole why we picked letdowns again? or? Uh, yeah, we can. So we chose to do letdowns instead of worse movies just because, you know, somebody out there somewhere likes it. Someone but... loves this movie. We're going uh, based on what we expected and how we were offended and <laughs> did not want to watch anything afterwards. <laughs> For whatever reasons, you know, whatever reasons you didn't like something. So there may be fist fights. We don't know. We don't know what's on each other's lists. Yeah. We'll try to respect each other. Chris Hawk wanted to debate and we were like, no, let's not. No, do I, we are, was, we are not was, going to debate. I was just adding insight to what we were going to do. I was citing, oh, okay. I was citing examples. There's we, no way we're gonna debate our. Lives. We we may ask questions of each other, but we'll keep it brief. Okay, let's uh let's kick it off with Josh with his five letdowns. 
<laughs> all once or like yeah, just, yeah Josh, why was why was La La Land a letdown for you? <laughs> not enough music in it. Why was Rogue not, Why was Rogue One a letdown for you? It actually is. No, it's not. Why was right. Thirty One a letdown? Uh, for number you? five is a kind of a little film, not really called Kill Your Friends. Uh, number four is Sausage Party. Why'd you pick Kill Your Friends? So I was excited for this movie. I was like, good drugs, violence, killing friends. It actually looks pretty. The, the trailer exactly looks really good. One murder. Did he kill his friend at all? And it's in the beginning. And it's in the trailer. And I was like, okay, is there going to be more? And they tried it too hard to be like American Psycho, where he talks to the camera and he's like, I'm going to go crazy and do coke and listen to Radiohead. I mean, there were some cool... Did he kill a friend, though? It wasn't even a friend, technically. It was just the guy who has some his own night show. Did he kill him, like, uh, occupationally? Like, did he kill his job? Um, no. So this movie is mislabeled. Correct. Yeah, it's number one. They they uh they tried too hard to be like train spotting too a lot with the drugs like they had like psychedelic scenes and I was like they're trying way too hard I was excited for this movie though, but um yeah number four is Sausage Party, uh that was a huge letdown um number three is Yoga Hosers, Papa <laughs> <laughs> uh, number two is The Jungle Book, what yeah I, I almost fell asleep in that movie and number one is a movie. That I didn't know what it was about, so I don't know how it disappointed me, but it still let down somehow. And I was like, oh, maybe it's not that bad. A movie me and Mario saw called Disappointment Room. The Disappointment. <laughs> it's aptly named, I think. Horrible movie. Are you really let down, though? It, it's telling you right there oh, from the get-go. I'm that... super let down. This was actually the company that made it. I don't know their name. That was their last movie they did before they went bankrupt. And it shows. <laughs> it shows why they went bankrupt. <laughs> it's horrible. So, Chris Hawk, I say we, we shoot it to you with your five letdowns. All right. So, um, I only got four. That's okay, you know. My uh, number four is Doctor Strange. I was really hyped for Doctor Strange. You I uh, I read a bunch of Doctor Strange comics beforehand. And, wow, it's an average Marvel movie. It's not the Marvel movie I was looking for in Doctor Strange. So, I hope for the next one, it uh, I get a little bit more magic. I get a little bit more... You know, character in depth with mysticism. Uh, yes, that'd be the best. Even though the visuals were great when they went to the other other realms, really, the movie didn't wow me that much. And then number three, Suicide Squad. I was really hyped for Suicide Squad, and I wish I was more hyped for Suicide Squad than I was for Batman v Superman. And this movie just didn't live up to my expectations. A lot of too much style, I would say. Like, cause when I watched it again recently, I watched it with the extended cuts, which the which Jared Leto like complained about that they weren't in the movie. I think, and like they the, sucked. Those His parts, acting, those yeah. parts. I think he's talking about things that they didn't even make the cuts. Oh uh, well, the the stuff they added with him and Harley Quinn in the in the extended cut. His acting is atrocious. It's it's awful, and they're th- not necessary either. Yeah, it makes did sense you see? They cut. I watched the the scenes they added. Yeah. Do they add anything to the movie? No, no, not at all. It's just more Holly Quinn and Joker stuff. I did like the movie, of course, but it just wasn't what I wanted. That was one of my uh, dishonorable mentions. Dishonorable? Yes. I thought Suicide Squad was one of the the better actiony superhero movies this year, but it just wasn't what I wanted. And by the way, the second time I watched it, I watched it. Will Smith does carry that movie. Yeah, he does. I told you, he's he was part of that movie. As Will Smith. As Will Smith. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, that's true. No. I'm not debating he's, <laughs> he's you know, a big part of the movie, but he's himself. He's not the character. 
than X-Men Apocalypse, which I just recently watched. And, uh, <laughs> wow, that movie was, it was not good. I, oh, personally, I did not think it was good. Uh, there was a lot going on in this movie, mm-hmm. and they could have trimmed a lot of stuff down to make it more uh, cohesive. Jennifer Lawrence does not need to be leading the X-Men. She she just... Oh, I'll get to her when oh, when I say her? it's in my letdown. Uh, she just... Mystique running the X-Men doesn't make any sense at all. That's all I gotta say. And then finally, Batman v Superman is my f- number one letdown of the year. I was so looking forward to this movie. It had some of the best trailers, even though it gave away a lot. It was um, I actually enjoyed um, Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor. I didn't think it was a bad change from regular Lex Luthor, even though it's not really Lex Luthor. I thought it was a good adaptation. Adaptation, yeah. I didn't have a problem with it. Uh, the only thing I had a problem with is, uh, again, too many cooks in this movie. You have... You have Doomsday, you have Lex Luthor, you have you have Wonder Woman for some reason, and then it's just I, Aquaman, Cyborg, Justice League cameos. Yeah, Justice League cameos. Look, I I don't I I guess I'll talk about when I get to mine. Then I I wanted this movie to be really good, but when you stop a fight because of the same name of your mom, it's not a good reason to stop a fight. Well. That's, that's neither here nor there, you know. <laughs> Why is that your number one? Because I was so looking forward to this movie. I had, I thought DC's like, got it right. I thought Zach, Zach Steiner does, he does great things visually. And him in a Batman movie, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Some of the best scenes in this movie are with Batman. But I w- it wasn't up to what I know of the greatest, uh, world's finest Batman and Superman comics. And that's what I was expecting and that's what I didn't get. So my expectations were my undermine. I still enjoy this movie a lot, though. Do you want me to go next? I mean, I'll go next. It doesn't matter. Sure? I only have three, so I'll okay, go next. Okay, go ahead. Uh, my number three is, uh, is, is Doctor Strange, just because it was supposed to be different. And I felt like we got a lot of the same. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, that kind of let me down. I, you know, I don't really get excited for Marvel movies anymore, but it, was, it looked, had a different appeal. But did not, did not live up to it in my opinion. Dormammu. Uh, Dormammu. <laughs> uh, my number two is also Batman vs Superman. Not because I expected it to be good, but because you know there there comes a point where they have to get it right, or they just need to quit. And it's got to be Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's got to be good, right? They have like two real chances to get it right, or it's it's like they shouldn't make movies anymore. And maybe you know Zack Snyder taking hands off approaches will matter, but. Like, I don't know. It's just Ben Affleck Batman was uh, pretty exciting to think about, mm-hmm. but the rest of the movie didn't deliver. And uh, my number one, which is a uh, it's kind of a controversial number one because I feel like I'm the only person that doesn't like this movie. Oh, I know what it is. It's uh, Zootopia. <laughs> I did not like that movie. That was one of my dishonorable mentions. I'll tell you, I like when I saw the movie, it was to the point where I didn't want to watch it. Like, I just wanted to leave because... It drags on. It it drags on, and it's way too political. Mm-hmm. It's a very political movie that I didn't think needed to be that political. It's just it's it's like a society statement mm-hmm. is what they were trying to do instead of actually make a movie. So what do they actually eat there? Just fruits and veggies? Yeah, well, yeah, that does, we're not getting into how some <laughs> of the things don't make sense. I was okay. gonna say yeah. Now you bring that up. Um. <laughs> but it's just 
it, it's too political for me. It was it was it was a, a large letdown. <laughs> but we can uh, we can shoot it over to Mario here. I believe you, Josh. <laughs> Mr. Mario. So why why do you hate Rogue One? <laughs> so my five my hey buddy my Hi. five my, my five letdowns are uh, number five is don't breathe. I thought yeah I didn't think it was as good as uh, all the hype surrounded it. I mean that's because you believe the hype. You I believe the hype. No, Finish I I, I don't fight. know. It just it wasn't um, breathable. I don't know. You saw it, Josh. I think we had the same opinion about it. That was almost one of my dishonorable mentions. But I enjoyed the like the fact of it. But yeah, it was way overhyped. I'll say that much. It was really overhyped. Yeah, it was. Was it at least a good thriller? Yeah, it was. It was good to a point, but it it's a lot of stuff you've seen before. I mean, there's some twists in uh, it. There's a, <laughs> there's a scene I guarantee you, no one's seen before. Oh, that's very true. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> But I feel like, uh, well, yeah, I just, oh I feel like the parts that, I don't know, I feel like I've seen this movie before, like in Panic Room and, and stuff like that, like, I just, I don't know. I think it has some shock value, but yeah. other than that, it's, it's, it's the same. Okay. Uh, number four is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. What? Is Shadows of Time or whatever it was called. See, I don't even care, because this movie <laughs> was disappointing to <laughs> me. Can I ask you a question? I didn't see it, but is, uh, is Rocksteady and Bebop, are they even worth it in the movie? They're honestly the best comedic parts of the movie. Well, they should be. Okay, I was, I just wonder. how is Mikey not the best comedic part in this movie? Because they over Mikey, Mikey. Oh my god! How is Tyler Perry not the best part of the movie? Because Tyler, Tyler was it was he a Medea? No, was it? it was, no, was it was <laughs> it. Tyler Perry felt like it was Neil deGrasse Tyson playing Tyler Perry playing Neil deGrasse Tyson. Oh, that's terrible. <laughs> It's so much pretentious. I just can't take. I'd kind of watch that movie. <laughs> I mean, you'll probably laugh about how bad it is, but got to redo my top ten now. Stephen <laughs> Stephen Amell, like, there's parts where he he just cannot contain himself. It looks like he's laughing at himself that he's in a Ninja, Ninja Turtle movie. Like, I'm just like, can you do the lines? You failed this city. Megan Fox is still just a terrible uh, April O'Neil, in my opinion. Like again, this is my letdown. So this is my opinion. If you liked it, um, I, I apologize. But this, it just just let me down. A little kid's dream right now. Sorry, little kid. I just I I don't know. As a Ninja Turtle fan, I just Ninja Turtles two Secret of the Ooze is still the best Ninja Turtle movie. <laughs> number three, Doctor Strange. We kind of already talked about that. Um, number two, X Men Apocalypse. Mm. I feel like this had way too much. They mm. tried to put way too much into this movie, and. It gets to a point where you already tried to humanize Magneto in the last two movies. Why do we have to try to do it again? Did you care about the death of his wife and child? No. No, neither did I. No. As bad as that sounds, they the movie tries to make you care about it. Os- and you don't yeah. care about it at all. Oscar Isaac, his performance is good in this movie. He's I mean, just not a good apocalypse. No. Just every... It, I don't know. It, it, I just like felt he's like... trying to whisper to you every yeah, time. Yeah. The best part's the last five minutes when you see the costumes. Um, and number one is Batman v Man of Steel. I will not say Superman because he is not Superman. <laughs> um, I don't know. The S means hope. So, I I pretty much agree with everyone else. I think that it has potential. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say you shouldn't make these movies, but I agree. I I, I know what John's trying to say. It's like you either got to get this right or you need to stop because you are not doing it right. Before we go on, just ruining the brand image. Did yeah. you hear, John? Did you hear about uh, them rebooting the Green Lantern movies? Uh, I did not read about that. Are they doing John Stewart like everybody wants? I don't know, but David S. Goyer is writing it. Man of Steel writer. Fantastic. 
I, I, yeah. So just, 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 you know, I don't. They need to get away from him. They need to get away from David S. Gordon. They need to get away from Zack Snyder. Because they're trying, like you said with Suicide Squad, um, or no, you didn't say it, but I, I was telling, I was saying it, it's more style than anything. Like they're just trying, it looked like a music video. Like, at this- least hope is a Green Lantern, like core emotion, you know, Blue Lantern yeah. is hope. Does that make, uh, what, so what color is br- that, blue? It's yeah, blue, yeah. If they went brightest, uh, brightest day, blackest so, night, blackest night, like all the colored lanterns. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, that'd be a large undertaking. Definitely. And if they can't get Justice League right, it's not worth it. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about Mario's letdowns here. <laughs> well, I mean, I pretty much feel the same with so, you guys. But I like the last hour, or the last 45 Bat- minutes of Batman Bat- v Superman. When they Some fight. The stuff. When they fight. And when he talks to Lex Luthor on a tower. Like, I didn't I didn't obviously agree with you um, about, with, Lex Luthor. about Lex Luthor. And we, we understand that, but of each other's opinions. But. I really like that scene on the tower when he's talking to him and he's like, I have your mom and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then that whole, from then on, I finally get to see Superman somewhat be Superman because when, when he's fighting doomsday, he takes him into space. And I just felt that was so Superman esque to take him away from everybody on earth to try to, um, cause he knew it was going to happen. But somehow doomsday got punched forward and still went backwards into earth. So yeah, he, he basically fell in the earth's atmosphere again, but I didn't mind the whole Martha thing. I just didn't think it was... I didn't like the way they did it. Because um, we were talking about it the other day, right, Josh? It was just... There was no, like, build to them saying... It, you know what I mean? Like, you wanted, you wanted Batman to be like, no, he, you got to help him. He's trying to get you to help him save his mom. But then when they do it, it's just so, such a letdown in itself that you're just like, Martha? You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes sense, but anyway, those are my five let. Those are our five letdowns, and now we're going to talk about our three honorable mentions. Honorable mention. John, you want to kick this off? Sure. Okay. Um, I have three. Um, as you know, was not was stated on the podcast that I wasn't on. I didn't really enjoy Rogue One, but it's in my honorable mentions because, like I said, you know, it's not a bad movie. I just didn't enjoy it personally. And you you did mention that it was better than Episode Seven. Yeah, yeah. Is that, you, you, it was. Yes. Yeah, I I would I would agree with that. I think it has rewatchability, whereas Episode Seven does not. I've tried. It's hard. It's hard to rewatch it. But uh, that's why it makes honorable mentions. Uh, other than that, though, uh, I put Finding Dory up there. I enjoyed that movie. I don't think it was like super great, but it was it was good. Is it more rewatchable than Finding Nemo? Uh, well, I think Finding Nemo is something so people have seen so many times that you can't see its rewatchability anymore. Yeah. It's- so that's that's hard to judge. And then uh, the last one was uh, the movie with uh, Amelia Clark and that wheelchair guy. I don't know. Like he's in a, he can't move. It's called Me Before You. I kind of enjoyed that movie. Okay. It was all right. I liked her character. Like, uh, Khaleesi girl in it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I know you're she talking about. She has a name. <laughs> yeah. Those are my three. Yeah, it's Mother of Dragons. So if it's okay with you guys, I will... <laughs> Let me get over here. If it's okay with you guys, I'll name one honor... One movie that is... Honor has the honor of an honorable mention what? because it was on my list until I found out it's a 2015 movie. I still think that doesn't matter. And it's Sea of Trees, but I like Sea of Trees. Well, I'm glad Sea of Trees is not on your top ten. <laughs> on- <laughs> but my three, <laughs> Chris Hall, you are rolling today, boy. Red guard. I remember that. I uh- remember why he's saying that now. Yeah, I know. That was great. Moment. Hon- honorable mentions are uh, the Shallows. 
I really liked that movie with Blake Lively. Um, I really liked how they did the whole texting thing. I thought that was kind of unique. And I don't know. I just I was suspe- it was suspenseful to me, and I really got into wanting the character to win in the end. Um, I have an opinion about that texting thing. We're going to have to discuss one of these episodes. Okay. Um, number two is uh, Kubo and the Two Strings. Um, this was in my top ten at that one is point. Shocking. Yeah, it was in my I'm top. I'm shocked right now. <laughs> I don't know how to deal with this. It, it was in my top ten at one point, but um, that ending just kind of threw me off a little bit. Um, number three is Green Room. I this was in my top ten forever. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> this was in my top ten since I've seen it, and I really enjoyed this movie. But um, just everything else pushed it back. But Green Room gets an honorable mention. Uh, Josh, let's get your honorable mentions. Um, number three is I'm Not a Serial Killer. Uh, one of the ultimate Josh movies of the year. I'm surprised I didn't make my list, but I love the movie a lot. That was on my honorable mentions as well at one point. I think it's funny that you're surprised it didn't make your own list. I know. You right? made the list. <laughs> <I> you <was laughs> like, Josh, go, you Josh made the list. The group oh, my dude. Basically, I'm Not a Serial Killer is so good. <laughs> Basically, these uh, these honorable mentions were fighting for number ten. So oh, okay. that's basically what it was. Uh, next one uh, is a shocker too. Swiss Army Man did not make my list. I was really shocked by that too. What? I yeah, know. it almost did not make my list by the end of this. But it did. You ruined it. <laughs> and the next one is Neon Demon. This is very shocking right now. I know. Okay, I'm like, triggered. Those are three Josh movies too. Didn't make the list, Good but there's gosh. more in the list. Trust me, you'll see. There better be a lot more. All right, Chris Hawk. Um, what I'm are give your you my triggered honorable mentions? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, the Revenant. The Revenant is on my honorable mentions. I I really didn't even like this movie, but I, for what it was, it was an experience. Yeah. Yeah. Totally was. Uh, it was a, what a three hour movie in the theaters, and I saw it alone. It's a very lonely movie to see alone, and it's um, it's intense. And I thought Leo DiCaprio did an all right job. Not not a uh, Oscar worthy, but um, I think he did a really good job. My favorite line from Tom Hardy is "Pouts, pouts, 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 pouts." How about pouts? <laughs> <laughs> the Revenant, um, Star Trek Beyond. I thought it was it was a great action movie. It was more action than Star Trek. I'm not going to lie. Me and Josh were debating whether how close that would be if that was in your top five or not because you were really high on it. I was. There's just a lot of other things I saw this year that just completely beat it. That was one of my mentions, but I couldn't say it. And then Imperium is my other honorable that was mention. Too. That, was, that was hard to get rid of for my honorable mentions. Wow, this movie is definitely for entertainment value. It still was shocking in the way and the things that it portrayed of the the white supremacists and all that i think and i wa- think daniel radcliffe did a great job i think watching it together too was more excitement oh it definitely was yeah. <laughs> it was uh yeah daniel radcliffe man he's i think he's he's killing it i think he's killing it mm-hmm. top 10 countdown, countdown, countdown all right top 10 we're gonna start it off top with 10. uh Josh over here. Josh, number 10. Number 10. Can we, get, can we get, guess? Can we guess? <laughs> so it's a movie called The Greasy Strangler. <laughs> um, I haven't laughed this hard in forever because it's like a Tim and Eric movie gone bad. And there's a lot of old man dingalings in it. And I don't know how to describe this movie. It's just, it's it's stupid fun. You said it's like Tim and Eric directed a porno. <laughs> yes. Good gosh. Elijah Wood produced it too. 
He would put his name on something like that. I could see that. I quote the movie all the time now. But Mario, go ahead. All right, number 10 in my top 10 is Swiss Army Man. At one point, this was my number one movie of the year. This was ruined. That's what it was. I saw this coming. It was... (laughs) It was, at one point, (laughs) my number one movie of the year, but it's not. All right. That's it? All right. uh, Hail Caesar is my number 10. Uh, I think it's a love letter to movies, and it's definitely a typical Coen Brothers movie, just like Big Lebowski and Fargo and Raising Arizona. My uh, my number 10 is uh, Eddie the Eagle with uh, Taron Egerton and... uh... What's his face? Wolverine. How good was that movie, John? I they have a really good dynamic, the two of them. So I think I think it was a good movie. Uh-huh. I enjoyed it. So I guess uh, number nine is The Lobster with Colin Farrell and Rachel Weisz. Uh, thank you, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, this movie was just like dark humor. I love a twenty four films, so that's a plus. Uh, I love the ending to it. It's basically don't ruin it. Oh, I'm not. It's a dark humor love story. Just really dark just get ready for really dark stuff but it's funny my number nine is train de busan okay this is a korean movie it's a how korean many korean movies you got on your top 10 list mario it's a korean movie God, it's you're just wailing, at least two <laughs> so it's a zombie korean movie where um they gotta go to another town they gotta get to another town to drop he's gotta drop his daughter off but then, you know, him and his daughter start to bond over, um, or not to bond, but they get closer because he he finally realizes how much he really cares about his daughter. Yeah, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Or, but, um, best zombie movie in years. Yeah, I'd say so. I I think I thought it was really good. Um, I really enjoyed this movie, and I don't know. I think I think Chris Hawk would really like this movie. Number nine for me is Nice Guys. I think. The chemistry between Russell, Russell, Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling was pretty phenomenal, mm-hmm. and Ryan Gosling should do physical comedy more often. My uh, my number nine. I actually just watched it the other day. It's called the uh, Big Friendly Giant. You know the BFG, Ooh, the Disney movie. The big freaking giant. It yeah. was uh, it was pretty enjoyable. The uh, the guy who wrote James and the Giant Peach and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory actually wrote it. The book, so it wasn't it was enjoyable. I liked how they did it. Uh, my number eight is Chris Hawk's number nine, which was Nice Guys. There we go. Basically, it's uh, what he said. I wish Ryan Gosling would do more like comedy, kind of slapsticky, and I like the way it was like in the seventies, kind of stylish. That was pretty cool. Uh, my number eight is a New Zealand film called. <laughs> <laughs> called. Uh... Is this? Is this... Dude, you're like the Epcot of movies. Is this just a parody now? Is that what's happened? <laughs> it's called Hunt for the the Wilder oh. People. I thought this movie was um, the reason. The reason it's it's beat out. Like I was debating on whether this and Swiss Army Man should be in or switch them because I was like because I both took them as comedies, but Hunt for the Wilder People I thought was funnier, and I thought it was. It's just a it's just a Mario Bakari movie. Number eight, I picked Kubo and the Two Strings. Um, the animation was some of, some of the best animation I've seen all year. And a lot of emotional themes that hit me pretty good. And I do believe that the fight scenes in this movie were some of the better animated fight scenes I've seen. Uh, my number eight is uh, Money Monster. 
uh, with what George Clooney and uh, that one other random guy. Julie Roberts. Yeah, well, I, I don't care about him. I think the uh-huh. uh, the guy from that <laughs> World War Two. I think the guy that uh, actually you know like holds them hostage, like he he carries a movie, and I think it's I think it's really well done. Number seven is the autopsy of Jane Doe. Uh, I love haunted house movies. Technically, this was a haunted house formula movie. Uh, there's a cool reveal. Um, no spoilers, but they peel back her skin, and it's a really cool reveal. And I thought that, was, that made my movie. Yeah, yeah. See, Mario's what I'm talking about. That was a good scene. But go ahead, Mario. What's yours? Number seven is uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane. I really like this movie. I thought it was very suspenseful. <laughs> my number seven is uh, Shin Godzilla. Uh, I think this is one of the what hashtag train bombs. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, this is one of my favorite retelling of the Godzilla story, and uh, with the West Wing style setup, I loved it because I love that democracy stuff and the the politics stuff. Biggest surprise of the movie, biggest movie surprise of the year for me. Train bombs. Uh, my number seven, even though you know it wasn't what I wanted it to be, still enjoyed it. It's Suicide Squad. You know, I enjoyed it, except Will Smith. <laughs> no, 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 no. He made the movie. Um. <laughs> Number six is a movie I just saw recently. I wanted to watch um, all year. Saw no ads for it with uh, Viggo Mortensen called Captain Fantastic. Ooh, I just watched that. Would you? Did you like it? I liked it. I thought it was. I I, I didn't know what it was, so I went in. I I, I really overdid. I loved it. Naked uh, Viggo Mortensen, man. Yeah, it's it's like it's anti-establishment. Definitely. What else just says like kind of why you need the establishment? I thought it was cool. Um, what's your response? My number six, sick, sick, <laughs> sick savage. Um, my number, my number um, six is Morse from America. Go back and listen to our episode to find out why I liked it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chris Hawk laughing at his own list now. Yo, Chris Hawk, what is your number six? Sea of Trees. <laughs> my number six is Rogue One. Next. I think it's pretty explanatory. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, my number six is uh, Sully with Tom Hanks. You know, every time I watch Tom Hanks do anything, I I don't believe it's Tom Hanks, even though when I look at him, I see Chris Hawk. <laughs> yeah, we we always when we when we see Tom Hanks, we think of old Chris Hawk. <laughs> it's, it's old Chris Hawk. That's what it is. I didn't see that until now. I'm so glad you guys pointed that out to me. Um, number five is a movie that came out earlier this year. A uh, movie I was hyped for. It delivered. But what, can you, don't go to my list, little cheater. Um, over top violence. Uh, even though I had some shaky cam because it's kind of found footagey, uh, Hardcore Henry. Oh, I still want to see that. Loved this movie. They're doing two more apparently. They probably screwed up, but this one was just just freaking awesome. It's a man movie, is what it is. It's a man movie. <laughs> You're such a man, Josh. Um, big big burly man. <laughs> my number five is the. Are we on five? Yeah, yeah man. This is when it gets serious. Wow. My number five is the Wailing. It's an interesting choice for number five. It's That's a, a very interesting. Choice. I would describe it as a Korean drama esque uh, possession thriller. thriller movie horror modern tragedy. Best part was, was the, the dumbest main character alive. <laughs> oh my! Yeah. It's like Homer Simpson. My Korean five, Homer Simpson. My number five is probably my uh, one of my favorite movies of the year. It's a uh, Captain America: Civil War. Uh, I'm gonna make a bold statement right now, and I think this is the best superhero trilogy. Right now, it, I think it beats the Batman trilogy. Oh yeah, yeah. I think that's easily true. I would have to disagree because uh, Spider-Man one and two are pretty darn good. Uh, you're 
also taking into well, account three. Yeah, he's and three trilogy. was not that great. Uh, Spider-Man One Two is the best trilogy. <laughs> I would I would argue that Captain America: Winter Soldier and Civil War beat Spider-Man One Two. Uh, no, yeah. Spider-Man Two is a way better film. Not than Civil War. Yes, way better so. film. Mm-mm. I don't think we're debating that right now. Maybe in a maybe, maybe in a future episode when we bring up Marvel movies that inevitably always happen. My uh, my number five is also The Wailing. I uh, I enjoyed that movie. Whoa. I think because of how ridiculous it is <laughs> and some of the discussion it prompts. That shaman dancing, the, guys. Uh, that shaman what's dancing. What's really going on? I th- I like those movies. I think Josh would like that movie if he watched it. I think Josh would love that movie. Number four is one that Chris Hawk already said. It's Shin Godzilla. There we go. I loved it. Took my Beijing. Uh, to my friend's house when I was babysitting their dogs to watch it on their fire stick because it was out of theaters and uh, you took your Beijing yeah that's what Mario calls her but it's a bachan so his his, <laughs> his because his grandma is one hundred percent Japanese Josh is a quarter Japanese he calls his grandma obachan which I guess is what grandma that's grandma in Japanese yeah. yeah in Japan or Japanese so I forgot what it was called and I was like how's your uh, Beijing. <laughs> How's your Asian? You might as say that that way. How's your city? She yeah. thought you were so funny. I was like, oh, wait, there's more. But, um, yeah, uh, I wrote down here, too, just so you guys can prove. I wrote down at the end of the four, hashtag train bombs. Hashtag train bombs. That's the funniest part of the movie. <laughs> did, did did she like it? Oh, dude, she loved it. She really did. She was like, what's a good movie? I said, yeah, it was. Thanks, Beijing. Chris, how are you rolling? My number four is La La Land. Bye. <laughs> what the hell? Are we at number four? Oh, yeah. Way to be a Golden Globe. <laughs> My number four is Sing Street. I've been hyping this movie up the entire year, and I I think it's, I think it should compete with La La Land for best song of the year. It actually is competing against La La Land for best song oh, of good. the year. Yeah. I actually like the Sing Street song better. Drive It Like You Stole It? Yeah. Yeah, it's... The, uh, the Sing Street is more definitely a poppy musical this year than uh, La La Land's more classical and I think since Sing Street was about teenage years I think I liked it a little it bit more it was more relatable kind of too yeah what number are we on? four, four. Oh. my uh, my four is uh, Civil War uh, you know really enjoyed it I would not say that it is better than Spider-Man 2 since we were discussing that earlier to continue that's, the that's discussion okay. but uh, it's a good movie so that's my number four the living is not done with here, you here yet. we go here we go top three top three four Number three is a movie I took Mario Bakari to see earlier this year where his reactions were the best part of the movie. Just kidding. It was just icing on the cake, technically. A movie that is so violent but realistic. I love metal music. That's part of the thing, too. Green Room. I watched this movie so many times this year, and I freaking love it. And I don't know why. So that was just, oh, it's a phenomenal movie. That's I part of it. a top ten is not knowing why you love something. It's true. That is true. My number three We're is... going a little bit more in depth than these, right? Yeah. Okay. Sure. My number three is Shin Gojira, Godzilla oh. Resurgence. Oh, yeah. That's good. that's good. I This was probably the best Godzilla movie that Japan has ever put out since the original, in my opinion. Wow. Everybody everybody loves Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla. Everybody loves Godzilla vs. Biollante. Um, they're okay. Would you say this is better than the Matthew Broderick Godzilla? Uh, what are you talking about? That one's the best. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was wondering if you were holding that above all the other ones on Gojira. a separate list. Gojira. But um, 
yeah, I thought this was the best Godzilla movie to come out of to come out of uh, Japan. I just the way they they um, handled the the politics side of it and the human side of it, I thought was way better than um, most other Godzilla movies have have done it in the past. Um, and they, I, beat, they beat them without lasers. Yeah, yeah, they didn't shoot the lasers out of the tanks. I I don't know. I thought I thought it was really exciting. I love the imagery. Um, special effects were phenomenal. Yeah, special effects. The uh, when I say imagery, I mean the cinematography and the way they did that with all the special effects and stuff. Just it looked beautiful to me, and I I I loved it. As a Godzilla fan, I love this movie. And usually, I don't want to put my favorite things like that at the top, but I thought it was handled really well, so I really liked it. So my top three for me is like my hardest decisions I've had to make. La La Land is my number three. I do believe this is a this movie is a sad and a happy movie. <laughs> that, that is surprising. Me and Josh were like that. That's gonna be his number one. I thought it was, but then I just had I had to you know every scene in this movie is filled with some color vibrancy, and I do believe there's a style and a substance to this movie. Ryan Gosling is the style. And Emma Stone is the substance of this movie. She is the main character, and she care. I think she carries this movie better than Ryan Gosling. Um, this movie really shows you you can't always get what you want, and I'm glad that they were better actors than singers. Chris Hawk, do you think he deserves the uh, best actor for his performance? I didn't see the other actors. I think Denzel was up for Fences, and I think someone else was up for something else. Ryan Gosling, though? No, he doesn't deserve it. Emma Stone deserved it. Yeah. Ryan Gosling? I guess the, fa- the fact of the matter is that he's singing and acting, and I guess maybe they give you extra points for that. I have no idea. I just like to point out that my list is not based off of what I think are the best movies, because when I get to my number two, it is arguably like a terrible movie. Yeah. Bruce Trainer. No, no, That's my... why I did favorite movies. But yeah, yeah it's my... just because we were talking about that. Yeah, my, my list is... I, see when we ranked the movies earlier, like on our regular episodes, when we talk about the whole movie, I'll grade it off of how I think the film is and how based with my enjoyability. But my list is based off of how excited and how much I enjoyed the movie personally. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Because okay. I uh, I don't know if we have any really like detailed listeners out there, but I definitely said movie of the year three times for three different movies this year. Yeah. <laughs> so if, if you know... I just expected everything that Chris Hawks likes as movie of the year. His, his top ten list is actually top ten movies of the year. <laughs> I mean, the only reason we're doing this episode is because we want to see what Chris Hawks' list is. Now because I'm really every, curious because La La Land's already on there. Yeah, because every year he surprises us. So I remember one year... Um, Catching Fire was number one. It was and, like way up yeah, there. Really. Dude, I what? loved Ca- Catching Fire. Was the best movie. And uh, that was the most surprising movie. I'm sorry, John. Did you already say your number three? No, my number three is uh, Fantastic Beasts. I really enjoyed Ooh. the movie. Uh, you know, I totally. I didn't even put that on my. That's okay, Chris Hawk. You're not a true Harry Potter fan. <gasps> it's in my mentions though. <sighs> I enjoyed it. I thought it was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my uh, number two is a movie we've already said, all of us have besides me, Star Wars Rogue One. Uh, I loved it. Uh, To me personally, I loved it a lot more than Force Awakens. I loved it a lot more than two of the prequels out of the three. Um, I just liked it. I've seen it three times already. I just, I don't know why. To me, it reminds me of like being a kid watching my mom's VHS kind of in a way. That's to me. 
My number two is Hell or High Water. I thought I loved the whole brother aspect of this movie, yeah. the bonding. Um, when I saw when I saw it with Chris Hawk, I, I was surprised about how much I I loved this movie. I think I, we had, even to dra- ta- I had to drag more into this movie. We talked about it afterwards, didn't we? We did we the podcast a, we had right a podcast afterwards about it. Yeah. I I don't know. I just I, I think I gave it a ten out of ten. I mean, when you I, did when I watched it at home though. It I didn't see it as a ten out of ten because I think Ben Foster is really the one who carries the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff Bridges is. Uh, Texan accent kind of gets on my nerves. Gets on your nerves. Well, most accents get on your nerves. So yeah, especially Boston accents. <laughs> well, Koreans. Well, fake, <laughs> fake Boston accents. You don't know a real Boston accent, okay? Um, but yeah, I, I I was really surprised at how much I I liked this movie, and I liked the the whole story of the brothers, and I don't know, I I the the song at the end. When they roll into the credits, is the cherry on top to me. So, I, that's my number two. My number two is probably the funniest movie of the year to me, and that's Swiss Army Man. Um, I think this is hands down the funniest movie of the year to me. I was I was laughing the entire time. We know <laughs> the entire time. Um, there's so many main themes crammed to this movie, but I think the one thing I got away from this was learning to love yourself. Um, and, uh, this movie stuck with me the entire year. That's how good this movie was. You guys ready for my number two? This is amazing. It's, uh, it's, I don't, I don't, I don't even know how to bring this up because it's not a good movie. I'll tell you that. It's a good movie to me because of, (laughs) you know, how much, how long I play the game, but Warcraft is my number two. (laughs) Just because of Gul'dan is the hunched over warlock. He's the, the villain. He's the single best part of the movie. He's the orc? He's the orc warlock, yeah. How did you feel about Ben Foster? I I didn't care about that, okay? <laughs> Let's not talk about that. He's, he's the best part about Hell or High Water, I'll tell you that much. Um, <laughs> who is the main character guy that looks like all main characters? They got the long hair. Who is like he? the actor? or yeah. the, Do you know who he is? I don't know his the name. The Discount you know Aragorn? Character? Yeah, it's the Discount Aragorn. I, his character is uh, the... He becomes king or he... No, there's, he's like the highest general in the army when they fought the orcs. But you don't need to care about that. It's Daniel. Daniel will carry the movie. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on in this movie. <laughs> Everybody that's ever not Definitely played entertaining, Warcraft. though. I guess now we're on to the finale. Here we go, number ones. Mine's mine's pretty obvious. You can go ahead and say it, Mario. Go ahead. See if you get it right. Hell or high water is, is... <laughs> the wailing. <laughs> you didn't see you know. it. La La Land. Oh yeah, most definitely. Oh, well, I saw that. Golden Globe. It's uh, I just I just oh my I've seen this three times also and I love this wow. movie. Wow. Yeah. Um, just I love how the ending is like it's not over Hollywoody. Well, that sounded weird, but um, how it's like. But well, we already reviewed it. But yeah, basically, it's just, it's just to me like this movie. I haven't seen something like this in a while, and they came back with it, with good style. Uh, guy who did Whiplash did it. I love Whiplash a lot. So, do you think this is the perfect movie, Josh? Nothing is perfect, but yes, you gave it a. T- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was about to say you gave it a ten out of ten. I know I did, and I'm still keeping it ten out of ten. I loved it. I really did. I'm gonna buy every Blu-ray version of it. I knew you're number one, Mario. Um, <laughs> I wonder why we're in that shirt today. 
I expected this. My number one is Elvis Nixon. <laughs> you walked out of that movie. I did. I walked out of that movie. It was so good. It was so good. I yeah, walked no, tell out. Tell us, friends. Tell us. Tell us. Tell us where you're from. Okay. My my number one film of the year is Rogue One. Every bit of this film feels like I'm being told the events of this battle um, at like a campfire, or it's like that um legend or story that you're being told um as a kid from like uh like an elder-esque type person who's who lived it um can i ask you a question because i wasn't on the podcast why do you think it was necessary to explain the flaw in the death star i think it's because they thought people were like I think they went off of some of the fans who were, you know, I think they let the community determine that. And I think that was, that is kind of dumb that they let the community tell them, Hey, we're going to, we're going to explain this because everyone makes fun of it. I I don't think it was a reason to make fun of. I mean, you could, I mean, the things have holes in them. I mean, you, uh, I think think it was their, their, their hubris, you know, Yeah, they were too confident. I think that like a car has a muffler with a hole in it. I mean, I mean, maybe that was for photon torpedo could take it out. Yeah, is that what you're saying? Yeah, not to take away from your top ten. I just I was but, curious because I wasn't on the episode. Um, it just it, it feels that it's a myth that I was never told before, in which you can take as events that happened, or you can take as an urban legend that has been passed down from gener- from past generations, if that if that makes sense. But um. I'm able to fall. I am personally able to fall in love with all the characters for who they are. I think this is much their story as that it is uh, Jin's whole story being told. Um, This is basically her beginning. You get to see you get to see her growth and you get to see her completion. As I was saying earlier, we already seen that with Han Solo, Um, and we'll see it again in Han Solo movie. Yep, this is very much um, this very much feels like Star Wars to me. Every down to every sense of the detail. Um, I love how perfect it connects the prequels and the original films. It also f- makes Rebels seem worthwhile, which I'm not a big Rebels fan. I think it's kind of just fan service-y. A lot of people love Rebels. Um, have I seen better films this year? Yes. But as a Star Wars fan, um, and along with my excitement during my theater experience, and your seeing t-shirt. It, and my t-shirt. Um, War yesterday. It's... It's a movie that I've had a lot of... I have a lot of affection for storytelling, and... This is just easily my number one movie of the year. Way better than Force Awakens. Haters. Haters gonna hate. Haters. I'm super curious what Chris Hawks you is. You know what it is. I kind of no, I don't, oh, wait I don't, a minute. Wait. I don't remember. It's Sing Street, isn't it? No, I already said Sing Street. Oh. My number one is Hell or High Water. Oh, that's right. You didn't say that yet. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> I think he's offended. You guys didn't know. Yeah, I'm kind of offended. Uh, this movie, um, Mario went into it a little bit, but this might be the perfect Chris Hawk movie. It was a slow burn heist movie with cops and robbers story. I, there was a great brotherhood between Foster and Pine and Alberto and Bridges. Um, yeah, I like the whole. It's kind of like a whole comparison thing. Like you, can, you know, what I mean, like the way it uh, mirrors itself in a way. Like. The main characters of this movie are four people, and they only it switches between them two. One's chasing the other. One's Robin Banks, and uh, I love that dynamic a lot. 
while Rogue One might have had the most exciting climax in a movie this year, I do believe Hell or High Water had the most intense climax in a movie this year. From bank heist to chase scene to double standoff with Bridges and Foster and then Bridges and Pine. I And it ends in an ambiguous note. I think this is the perfect movie of the year. Not perfect movie, but my favorite movie of the year. I loved it. My uh my number one is uh, I think you guys know I'm a, I'm an animated movie person. My number one is uh, Moana. Whoa. I think it should have beat Zootopia. I think it's a better movie. It uh it definitely fits the Disney princess theme. It does uh does a really good job. And uh, part of the reason I love it so much is I saw it with my brother and like nobody in the theater and we just laughed the whole time, <laughs> but in a good way, not making fun of it. Oh, it was okay. just. It was a movie you could make comments to and it actually be funny while still being a good movie. It wasn't Strange Magic funny, was it? No, Strange Magic was terrible, but funny at the same time because that they blew up the stump. But uh, yeah, it was good. Uh, the only downside is The Rock's character, but you know what's wrong with his character? You even get used to him. Is he, is he The Rock? Basically, I think he's just he's just kind of overwritten at some parts. Like he's got a, he's got a lines. He's got a lot of lines that he doesn't need. But uh, like even the Rock has song. Even the Rock song is kind of you know you kind of you kind of get used to it. I heard he he's not bad. He's not bad. No, it's just he's he's like the worst part of a good movie. So oh, so those are our five letdowns. Our three honorable mentions are uh, in our top ten. Um, and that that's Chris Hawk rolling the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> Drink some Google juice this morning. <laughs> some of that Google juice. Google juice. Um, but yeah. Uh, Follow us on um, Twitter at Cinema7 underscore podcast. Follow us on Facebook at Cinema7. Um, if you, li- if you li- like us, if you listen to us on SoundCloud, give us some hearts. Um, if you listen to us on iTunes, uh, make sure to give us a rating or view. Um, give us whatever number of stars you think we are out of five, just so we can get some stars up there. Um we're working on fixing the website currently. Um, so that will be up to date, um, in the coming week or so. Uh, Chris Hawk, if you want to do the classic send off as always from cinema seven, we want to thank you for listening with us. We want to thank you for watching with us and we want to thank you for exploring. With us. Cigarettes will save us. Here we go again.